Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and Horror. Today we will unravel the secrets of Barovia as we explore its darkest places. But before walking through these dark paths, I must first warn newcomers to the lands of the mists. If you only know Barovia through the recent Curse of Strahd 5th edition adventure, you will notice that there are many differences in the realm of Barovia present here. The Curse of Strahd adventure was written as a new version of Ravenloft's classic adventure, and in fact brings a different Barovia, closer to its first version, even before annexing the kingdom of Gundarak or maintaining relationships with other neighborhood kingdoms. Although Curse of Strahd bring a host of new locations and secrets to discover, they do not match with the old kingdom of Barovia described in the previous Ravenloft campaign setting. We don't know yet if a new Ravenloft setting will ever be released, and how this adventure will fit chronologically with the campaign scenario. So, most of the secrets revealed here are related to the knowledge of the old tomes of 2nd and 3rd edition of Dungeons and Dragons. Are you ready? Then, let's go through the ancient gates of Barovia and down through the old slavish road before the sun goes down and the shadows of the night envelop us. Our journey begins northwest of Barovia, as we take the old slavish road across the Badenox. Bresk is a city located in the northwest of Barovia, near the Boca border. The city has over 2,000 inhabitants and has its center fortified by walls. Commerce flourishes in the city, which benefits from the heavy traffic and inflow of products that runs through the old slavish road. Its buildings still retain traces and influences of the Terg architecture, especially the minaret called Needle of Kadar in the main square. We do not know the purpose of these constructions or why the Zerovich tolerates the maintenance of the tower built by the Terg invaders. The city is governed by Burgomaster Ivan Watcher, the patriarch and leader of one of Barovia's oldest noble houses. Loyal to Count Strat, the family maintained their fortune as able traders and owners of a copper mine. The city maintained the largest temple of the Morning Lord, the Sanctuary of the First Light, by the mummified hands of the Healer of Dawn, the first cleric of the Morning Lord who arrived in Barovia, are allegedly held. The place is strong influenced by the merchants who performed their craft there and is known as a base of the group called Red Vado Traders. This group is known for its efficiency in fighting lost things, objects and even people, although it's widely suspected that the group uses violence and supernatural methods to achieve its goals. In fact, the criminal group acts to achieve any objectives and services contracted, regardless of the legality and legitimacy of its clients' claims. They are led by the infamous Jacqueline Montari, a woman cursed by the Vistani, and who now lives as a headless abomination, able to change her head for that of other women. 
The murderous and head collector keeps her criminal gang always on the lookout for her true head, hidden by the Vistani, and the only way to break her curse of immortality. Following the Crimson Road, we reach Zeinimbur, the largest city of the Kingdom of Barovia, with over 4,500 inhabitants. The former capital of the Kingdom of Gundarak grew around the Ashen stronghold and was the last focus of resistance from the Barovian invasion war. The city only ceded to Strat's forces after a fourth month siege, when a horde of rats invaded the city, bringing disease and death. Today, the city suffers the risk of rebellion, and the outskirts of the city is known to house groups of bandits and rebels who fight against Barovian control over the kingdom of Gundarak. The current burgomaster, Jason Gigiu, is struggling to fight the rebel groups who recently tried to use a cart with gunpowder barrels to blow up a Barovian garrison. The aristocrat Ardon Sirieza is often present in the city, and rumors point him as the secret leader of the Freedom Fighters rebels. The city is also the residence of Lisa von Zarovich, a noble cousin to Count Strad, who maintains her state in the center of the city, surrounded by servants, and with great influence on the politics of the region. Too rarely seen in public, Lisa von Zarovich is actually a powerful vampire, who once tried to depose Count Strad in an alliance with Mind Flayers, and as punishment, she was poisoned by an alchemic compound made by the Vistani. Weakened, she now remains most of her time in Torpor, walking only a few hours every night. Going down the Crimson Road, we reach the town of Tefeldorf, in the south of Barovia, at the foot of the Balinok mountain range. The city of about 3,500 inhabitants grew up around a network of caves that have been inhabited since prehistorical times by savages who worshipped a bear god. After a historic of barbaric attacks, the city was fortified by the Kundar and has numerous caves, tunnels and secret paths in the mountain. Its most notable construction is the Twisted Tower, a tower full of gargoyles that stand at the highest point in the city. The tower once housed a cabal of practitioners of black magic in the service of Duke Gundar, and is today used for military training of Barovian forces. The city is known for the large number of beggars walking in the streets, and for a strong religious presence, with the Church of Ezra keeping the refugee of quiet diligence, and also hospice of the 300 wounds maintained by the priestesses of Hala. A more sinister presence has been noted in the region, as the former Balverzi assassin sect has resurged to enter the secret cabal of assassins. A new member must murder someone dear to them, and then create a dagger with a handle wrapped in the skin of his first victim. The old murderous sect that thrived during the War of the Silver Knives is now under the command of Niku Modonesti a boyer and Nosferatu vampire. Niku Modonesti vampirized the leaders of the murderous sect and has used his gifts of domination 
to fulfill their murder contracts. But he refuses any contract aimed to eliminate Count Strad von Zadovich and also any contracts proposed by the Count. To the south of Tefeldorf, about an hour from the city, near the Kartakas border, we find the ancient fortress of the Clown Heimfrott, also known as Dr. Dominiani. The nobleman was a vampire and former ally to Duke Gundar, and is directly implicated in the murder of his former master. He disappeared after the event of the Great Conjunction, but rumors point that he is still alive in some distant island in the Sea of Sorrows. The fortress was kept as an asylum for the mentally insane, and Dr. Dominiani used his patients as cattle for his vampiric hunger and guinea pigs for his brain experiments. The place is currently used by Strad's forces as a prison. Heading back to the ancient Barovia, we cross the dangerous Dread Pass, a trail that goes through the Malinok mountain range. The mountain range is surrounded by legends of frost demons and specters of those who perished in their passages. The most famous of these haunts is Jezer Wagner, the ghost of an ancient noble of Barovia who perished in the mountains. After her brother's disappearance in the Balinox, she led an expedition through the mountains looking for him, but an avalanche killed her entire expedition except for Jezer who managed to take cover in a cave. With the exit buried by snow, she failed to escape and died a slow death of hunger and cold after several days. Her soul has no rest and roams the freezing mountains in eternal cold. Her freezing little touch is still the warmth and life of any living being that crosses her path. Finally, we leave the dread pass and come to the city of Alaki, with about 1,500 inhabitants, located on the shores of the Lake Zarovich, and considered the beating heart of the kingdom. Centrally and strategically located in the Barovia kingdom, the city is divided between the upper city, marked by tag architecture with its columns and domes, and the less planned and structured lower city. The outskirts of the city are marked by distilleries and wineries, and the city's port is the starting point to most of the fishing activities on Lake Zarovich. Superstitious fishermen tell several legends of monsters that inhabit the deep lake and of cannibal witches that live on its shores. The city has an ominous reputation for harboring arcane secrets and occultists mediums and mystics sneak secretly through the streets in search of ancient tombs and joining for profane rites. Some believe that ancient spirits that once served the thug wizards still roam its streets at night and all blame the ancient invaders for this occult heritage in the city. In the city graveyard, the vault of Queen Roche allegedly contained a hundred enchanted armor collected by the arcane occultists and buried with his body, but its tomb is said to be guarded by little traps and by its owner's possessive spirit. At Mount Baratak, after a long and painful climb up the trail, 
we arrive at the monastery of the Silver Threads. The building is no longer occupied by the monks and it's abandoned. Rumors say that the place holds treasures and forbidden knowledge and is also haunted by the shadows of the monk who once lived here. In fact, the place holds a tomb for the incarcerated Leo de Slincia, the family patriarch, who dared an attempt to kill Strad and the Zarovich family on his younger brother Sergei's wedding. Count Strad hunted the nobleman for years and found him hiding in the monastery. As punishment for his betrayal, he turned him into a vampire, but imprisoned him in a sealed tomb in the monastery, where the tormented vampire remains forever in thirst and madness. Continuing along this lavish road, we began the descent toward the village of Barovia. The road went down the mountain in a step descent at the edge of a cliff, allowing for a beautiful view of the entire valley. The village of Barovia is a modest settlement located in the shadow of Castor Ravenloft and has just over 500 inhabitants. The village is an unusual stopping place for travelers crossing the old slavish road, but the outskirts of the village are surrounded by a constant haze of mist. Supposedly, anyone can enter the circle of mists, but they are deadly to anyone who tries to leave the circle without Strad's permission. The Vistani, who are always present in the region, sell a potion for an abusive price with the supposed effect of neutralizing the dangers of the mists. The desolate village is not a large settlement, and its burgomaster is the widow Vanda Athanasius. Travelers who pass through the city stay at the Blood on the Vine Inn. The cozy inn hides in its basement the secret headquarters of the Keepers of the Black Feathers, a secret society of Barovians who knows Strad's true vampiric nature and oppose his tyranny. The true leaders of this society are a group of rare ravens, both natural and afflicted, and their true goal is to find the holy symbol of ravenkind, which they believe is the key to defeat Strad. In the village of Barovia is also the first church of the Morning Lord, built on the ruins of an ancient temple of Andral the Sanctuary of the Blessed Succor. The historic temple has an adjoining cemetery, and at night a ghost procession is said to rise and march slowly to the Ravenloft castle, from where they drop screaming in torment from the highest tower. On the outskirts of the village of Barovia is the Tser camp. The site is the Vistani's only known permanent camp located near the Tisser Falls, a beautiful spot at the foot of a great waterfall between the mountains. The Vistani tribe of the Zaravan is usually present in, at the site, but other Vistani tribes can be found in the camp eventually. After a dizzying climb up the mountains, we reach Castle Ravenloft, a hard-to-reach mountaintop building. The beautiful architecture of the castle is now in ruins, marked by abandonment and decay. Count Strad fears some home 
is haunted by the specters of Strad victims and inhabited by the horrors that beset Barovia night, serving the Dark Lord. The few reports of those who entered the castle and survived reveal that the first levels are marked by the abandonment and decay of the Zarovich's luxurious halls, with a ruined temple, a throne room, empty bedrooms and large halls. In the underground, there are cells and torture rooms, as well as a vast script of the Zarovich ancestors. Some report that on the top of its towers, one can find unspeakable horrors, cables of witches that worship Strad, undead, ghosts and vampires, and even a huge beating heart, the vital center of the castle and a source of Strad's power. Finally, we set off to the city of Imol, on the edge of the kingdom, almost on the border of Haslan. The only road that reaches the city is the Warlock Road, or some precarious trails used only by shepherds. Imol has about 1,600 inhabitants, and is set in a valley at the foot of the Balenak Mountains. The proximity to Haslan put the city more in the influence of that realm than with the realm of Barovia. The city has a presence of immigrants from different regions. The Fofarians are immigrants from the wild lands of Forum, and the Tani are refugees from the lost lands of Budspur. The Fofarians have a strong influence of the Druidic culture and are said to keep their pagan rites in secret. The Tani are fugitives and descendants of the people once enslaved by the terrible Mind Flayers and keeping secret the fact that they maintain psionic abilities. Imo's Boba Master, Petra Theodorus, is obsessed with Barovia's history and legends and maintains in the Scarlet Cross Fortress a vast library with ancient tombs. Barovia is a backward, hopeless kingdom under the yoke of its immortal vampire count, Strad von Zarovich. The knights hide many horrors, and the population only try to survive through this bleak existence. All this horror has its roots in the black soul of its dark lord, the infamous Count Strad von Zarovich. Do you consider yourself brave or foolish enough to pursue the mysteries behind this tragic and macabre figure. If so, subscribe to this channel and let's face Count Strahan. Step into the black carriage and let's head to Castle Ravenloft as guest of honor for a night with the Count.